You can find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. It's the Caffeinated and Confused Podcast. That's a very confusing time for any young lady. Well, hello, and welcome to another uh, episode of Caffeinated and Confused with me, Hannah. Basically, just talking to myself about all of the craziness that happens in my life with men, with dating. It is uh, it really, truly never ceases to shock me, the things that go on. In my life, like sometimes I ask my friends if they think this stuff happens to anyone else. I, I, I'm assuming it does, but it's wild. So it has been, what, a month, I think, since I released the last episode, kind of recapping everyone on the year 2021 and all of the dating and whatever. So I figured I would come back because I got a lot of great feedback actually from that episode. A lot of girls messaging me being like, oh my God, I've been through the, you know, similar things. And so we're all, we're all just in this together. So I'm happy to be experiencing these things and getting to bring them to you because it's a disaster. So the main thing that I want to talk about, the main story that I'm going to tell in this episode is about a man that I matched with on Bumble in Atlanta. So I was in Atlanta this past weekend. I went down there with one of my best friends, Ange, to visit one of our best friends, Katie. She's going to be having uh, her second baby next month. So we wanted to go down and visit for the weekend and uh, craziness ensued. So I will talk about that. That's going to be the main focus of this episode. But I did also want to update you on, um, I think I left the last episode. I was supposed to be going out with an, a guy I think like the week after or maybe it was that week I can't really remember um didn't happen because welcome to my life I don't understand men I, I know I've said that before but I really truly don't uh so this guy and I had been talking for a while I don't know you know, kept trying to get together. Things are happening, whatever. So we had plans to get together a couple of weeks ago. Like we had planned on going out for drinks on a Thursday. Okay. So come Tuesday or something, I text them. I'm like, oh, where should we get drinks on Thursday? Then all of a sudden a, a work event was now happening on that night, even though he told me Thursday was the only night he had free that week. So we should do drinks then. But then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I have a work event that's going that goes until 830. Is that too late? And I was like, okay, first red flag there. You told me you were free. So now there's a work event. But you know what? I'm a cool chick. I can roll with the punches. So I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Like if it works for you, it works for me. Whatever. And so then I just was sensing. I don't know. I just was like. You know, I'm kind of getting the vibe that maybe you don't want to go out. Like, you can just tell me. I don't really know what's going on here. You know, you told me you were free. And then I get a, no, I definitely want to hang out. I'll let you know how the event is going. Okay. So here's the deal. Clearly, that's an indication of, like, it's not happening because any guy should know that it takes girls a minute to get ready. And so the fact that he just assumed that I'm going to work a super long day, get home at 630 and then wait around until 830 to see if I should be like getting ready to go or not. Like, no, that even if that was his plan, guys listening right now, that's not OK. That's just rude to do to a girl. Like if you have plans, you follow through with them if it's something you want to do. 
So I already knew it clearly wasn't going to happen. He was using this as an excuse, which I don't really understand because don't make plans if you don't want to or don't tell someone you want to hang out with them if you really don't want to hang out with them. I don't know what the situation here is. I don't know if he really wasn't interested or if he was and he was just freaked out about getting together. I don't know, but it was not handled well. So I went home after work and I put my pajamas on. I was like, I'm not the type of girl who's going to sit around and wait for a guy. Like I just, I've learned too much. I've come too far. Uh, But then at like nine o'clock, I never heard from him, never heard a word. So at nine o'clock I texted him and I'm like, oh, must've been some work event. And I never got a response. So I guess essentially I was ghosted from this man, which is a bummer because I, you know, I don't know. I enjoyed talking to him. I feel like we both had a sarcastic sense of humor. I thought he wanted the same thing, but I guess I was wrong. I really, true. I don't understand dating. And here's the deal. I know that men do listen to this podcast. So thank you for that. And I know that women do this to men as well like men also get ghosted I'm not saying that it's just a men are the worst thing but men kind of are the worst I just like grow some balls and just be honest so there's that I you know not a great uh, ending to the story to bring you but if the man who who did that to me is listening like just shoot me a text and tell me what the heck happened that's all that's all I feel like we all just need to communicate more. I don't understand when people just stopped communicating. We're all adults, you know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe I'm just a rare weird person where I very much I need closure in things and I like to communicate and talk about what's going on and I guess not everyone is like that way, but I just feel like it shouldn't be that hard to just have conversations and communicate. Really shouldn't be, but here we are. It's the year 2022, and it is. And a lot of people listening to this have experienced the same thing. So, and also, it's hard when stuff like that happens when you do a lot of work on yourself. Like I feel like I've, you know, I've been going to therapy. I'm working on my myself, and I'm working on my confidence because I feel like we're all not confident in all areas of our life, and I'm definitely not. And I've been working on that. But then stuff like that happens and then you kind of lose your confidence and you're like, well, what did I do wrong? What is wrong with me? Why? You know, it's just it's just it's just a crummy situation in general when someone treats you that way, because it's hard not to just think of all these things in your head. So moral of the story is let's all just communicate and not treat other humans that way. That's really all I ask. And girls, guys, anyone who's been in a similar situation, I feel you. I'm here for you. So that is the update on that. Uh, Not really an update. Honestly, I just talked seven minutes about it. And I probably could have told you in 30 seconds that he ghosted me. But that's not what a podcast is about. That podcast is about talking and making stories longer than they have to be. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Now, I'm trying to think if there's anything I need to update you on before we get to this Bumble Man. I don't think so. It's been pretty quiet on the uh, dating front for your girl. So let's get into Atlanta Bumbleman. Literally the worst person I have ever met. Maybe not the worst person, the worst dating prospect. I mean, just, ugh, we will get into it. Okay, so uh, as I said, I went to Atlanta for the weekend. We flew in Friday morning, flew out Sunday morning. It was a very quick trip, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, when I get there, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to swipe on Bumble in Atlanta. Why the heck not? 
And it, there was a lot of really good-looking men in Atlanta, which shouldn't be surprising. It's a very big city. There's obviously a bigger pool of men to choose from than there is here. So uh, I don't know why I was so surprised by that, but I was. So I'm swiping away, matching with guys, just having conversations. I'm I'm fully disclosing the fact that I'm just there for the weekend. Um, but... You know, we had maybe discussed we were going to a comedy show on Saturday. And so we were like, oh, that would be fun to go out after for a little bit. So I was like, you know, why not? Maybe I'll match with one of these guys and be like, hey, come out and just have fun. So uh, start swiping match with a couple of different guys who I talked with and seemed nice. This guy was a little you kind of gave off vibes. I could already tell that he just was very full of himself but I'm like whatever so he asked what our plans for the weekend was and I told him I was like oh we're going to a comedy show tomorrow night and then I don't know maybe we'll go out after whatever what are your plans he's like oh I have nothing concrete yet I was like okay well I'll let you know if we decide to go out so he gives me his phone number uh, I never texted him and then Saturday night we are at the comedy show and my bumble thing goes off and he messaged me and was like what's up so I texted him and I was like hey we're just at the comedy show we're in the Buckhead area um, what are you doing or whatever and he's like oh I'm with some friends we're gonna go to this bar Johnny's he's like and it's actually right down the street from where you are because at that then I told him where we were at a comedy show I was like oh crazy I was like well maybe we'll meet you there after I'll let you know when the show is done. So I text him when the show's done and he's like, yeah, we're going to head to Johnny's in a little bit. And I was like, cool. Me and my friend and her husband uh, will come because my friends, Katie and Reese, they had a babysitter. So they had to get home and Katie is very pregnant. Obviously they had to get home to relieve the babysitter. So me and Jake go out. So we go to this Johnny's place and the line is a block long I mean it's ridiculous and I'm like yeah I'm not not doing it not waiting in that line so there was a bar right next door called the Ivy and I had actually been there before when I went to Atlanta a couple years ago to visit my friend and it's a super fun bar probably was the oldest person there by like 10 years everyone there I swear to god was 15 but that's beside the point so we go to the Ivy and I text this guy and his name is Nick. I'm just going to say it. I don't, I'm never going to see him again. Uh, I text him. I'm like, hey, the line for Johnny's was stupid long. We came to the Ivy. Um, you know, just let me know if you guys end up here or whatever. So he's like, okay, yeah, we just got to Johnny's. Whatever. I'm like, cool. No big deal if you don't come. What ups? So we're at the Ivy. We're having fun, having drinks. And I get a text from this guy. And he's like, hey, are you still there? Uh, I think I'm going to come by myself. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. I'm not scared to that. I like, you know, wouldn't be able to hold a conversation with the guy. So I'm like, oh, we're still here. He calls me a couple minutes later because he's wandering around this bar looking for us. So I explained to him where we are. Okay. Dude comes up to our table. He finds us. He sits down. He's like at the head of the table sitting next to me has like a massive Sherpa jacket on, which is fine. You know what? Guys can wear Sherpa jackets if they want to, but it just like automatically I got just D-bag vibes from this guy. Automatically just had a smug look on his face. I was like, oh God, this is not going to go well. So he is sitting 
between me and my friend Jake. So Jake can like hear everything that's going on, but Angie's on the left of me and it's really loud in this bar. So she can't, she can't hear the conversation we're having. Okay. So this guy, I, I mean, I had already had quite a few drinks at this point, so it's all kind of hazy to me, but this dude argued with everything I said. I mean, I could have been like, you know, it's a dark night tonight. And he would have been like, well, I've seen darker. I, I've, I've, you know, there's been clouds in the sky and it's been a lot darker than like everything I said. So he asked about, cause I told him on the dating app that I was just here for the weekend. So he's like, oh, where are you from? And I say Green Bay. He's like, Green Bay, you live in Green Bay. And I was like, sure do. And I love it. Grew up there, you know, whatever. He's like, I would rather die than ever live in the Midwest. It is so ugly there. It is so flat. I would seriously rather die. You could not pay me enough money to live in Wisconsin or anywhere in the Midwest. And I was like, okay. Um, So then I think I start saying, I was like, well, to me, at this point, like I already know I don't like this guy. So I'm just going to give it back to him and I'm going to be a jerk. So I was like, well, to me, where you are isn't important it's the people you're with I'm like I could live in a hut in the middle of nowhere and if I'm with you know my favorite people in the world my friends my family like it doesn't matter to me where I live and he's just giving me a look and he's like well I've lived in Miami and LA and I've lived in New York City and you could just I would rather die than ever go I'm like okay you're missing the whole point here but whatever strike one actually he's probably at like strike 10 at this point because he was just honestly the worst person ever so that was one of the things um that he said that made me want to punch him right in his mouth uh number two he then goes on to basically like shame me for not paying the bouncer at the other bar to get in He was like, well, I paid the bouncer $40 to skip that line. What is $40? That's nothing to me. That's like a penny to me. I do that everywhere I go so I can skip lines. I'm like, good for you, dude, that you're just wasting all of your money to skip lines to get into douchey bars. Like, I'm sorry. I'd rather spend my $40 at Target. Lay off me. Just such a douchebag. Like, also, is that supposed to impress me that you have $40 to bribe a bouncer to let you into a bar? Because no. I'm just like and I'm looking at Jake's face who is also hearing this conversation and you could just tell in his face that he's like dear god this guy is the worst so okay there's number two of the things he argued with me on then here's I think personally my favorite one uh, of all of the things He starts asking me about my job. And at this point, I think Ange and Jake had left me at the table alone with him because Ange couldn't tell how horrible this whole situation was. So she thought she was doing me a favor by being like, oh, Jake and I are going to go dance. When in reality, I'm trying to give her the look like, do not leave me at this table with this man. I'm about to murder him. She couldn't sense that that was all happening. So they get up. They leave me at the table alone with this guy. Okay. And I'm just miserable. Also, keep in mind, he's on his phone the whole time. He just like, anytime I would say a word, he would ignore me, basically what I was saying. And he would pick up his phone and start texting. So I'm just like, okay, anyway. So then he starts asking me about what I do for 
work and I was like oh I'm actually a radio host like I host an afternoon show on a country radio station back in Green Bay verbatim he goes isn't radio a dying field you're not even gonna have a job in a couple of years (laughs) I'm like um actually it's not a dying job there's a lot of studies out there it says 90% of people still listen to radio on a weekly basis and I'm like and in the market that I'm in and the station I'm at it's not about the fact that there's other platforms people can go to like people listen because it's live it's local we have contests you know we're out in the community whatever I'm trying to explain this to him and he's on his phone not listening and he's like not a single person I know listens to the radio he's like what is the average age of the person that listens to you with 60 years old he's like no one in our age group listens to the radio I'm like fuming at this point like sir you literally just asked me about my job and now you're basically telling me that the career I'm in is stupid and that it's not going to exist I was so pissed at this point I'm just like okay I'm like you know more than I do you know it's not like I research this and do this for a living okay so he I think he said like good luck with that or something about and so I mean, I am just pissed at this point. I am being a complete B to him because I'm like, you are horrible. And then, I mean, I I really think our whole, our whole interaction was maybe 15 minutes, if that. I think at one point he asked me why I would go on Bumble in a city that I don't live. And I was like, I don't know, to meet people and go out and have fun. Like, why do you care? Why are you on Bumble? Idiot. There were other things. I mean, our entire conversation, every single thing I said, he had something bad to say about it. So I'm just done with this guy. And then he has the nerve to act like I'm inconveniencing him. And he was like, he said something like, my friend, my friend is here. I need to go grab him and say hi or something. So I was like, okay. So he gets up walks away but like we're up our table that we were at was kind of elevated so we could like see the whole bar his friend is I mean 20 feet away like just on the other side of the railing so I see him walk up to his friend and I can't leave the table that's all I want to do is leave the table and never see him again but Angie and Jake are gone and her jacket her purse like everything is up there so I'm like god dang it now I have to sit at this table and just look stupid because he's clearly not coming back like he went and talked to his friend and he was not coming back I saw them like look over at me and I'm like I can only imagine the things that this guy is saying so then I'm the, I'm the one feeling dumb because I can't leave from this table and it looks like I'm sitting there waiting for him to come back, which I was not. I would have given anything in that moment to walk out the door, but I couldn't. So I'm texting Ange and Jake and I'm like, please, dear God, come back to this table because we need to I need to not be sitting at this table anymore. So, I mean, I sat there for probably like two minutes, which was the longest two minutes of my life before they came back to like get all of their stuff and then I mean I walked right past the guy to go to the bar I wasn't gonna leave the bar because I'm like screw this I'm staying but I had to walk past him because that was the only way to get to where I needed to go so that was just awkward but I'm like literally the worst person I have ever met it's like he literally came to the bar by himself 
and then treated me like that. I just, okay. So I'm just baffled by this man. I'm like, that was the worst experience of my life. Wow. Okay. And, but I just, I thought it was funny. I'm like, this is a great story. This is going to make great content, whatever. So we stay at this bar. I'm like, I'm not leaving. I'm having fun. So I probably it gets pretty hazy from here on out, but I mean, I want to say probably an hour later, maybe like 45 minutes later, and Jake and I are standing at the bar and I have no idea how or why I started talking to this girl next to me because we had just gone up to the bar to order a drink, but there's this beautiful blonde girl who is at the bar. And I think I want to say we started talking because she was getting drinks from some guy who was standing there and she was like, do you want me to get you one? Like, he'll totally order you a drink if I tell him to get you one. I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. But like, no, my friend is ordering me one right now. And I was like, speaking of, you know, guys and drinks or whatever. So I tell her the story. I'm like, I just had a man from Bumble meet me here and I think he might've been the worst person I've ever had a conversation with in my life. She's like, oh my God, what did he do? So I'm explaining to her that he was just arguing with me, everything I said. He was just like a total D-bag and had something bad to say about everything I said. And then he had the nerve to get up and leave me at the table. And she's like, oh, my God, that sounds exactly like a guy that I met up with from Bumble. I think she said like last weekend or something. I was like, seriously, I'm like, there's more than one man in the world who acts like this in this area like no way and I was like what was I think I asked her I'm like what was his name I was like seriously sounds exactly like the guy that I just had whatever with and she goes I don't really remember what his name was or whatever so I'm like I need to show you a picture of this guy because I'm like I'm gonna die if it's the same person I pull up a picture sure as shit it is the same man she goes oh my god I think that's him I was like stop it right now number one what are the odds that out of all of the men in Atlanta Atlanta is a massive city out of all of the men that are on Bumble in Atlanta that I talk to a girl a random girl at a bar who had the same experience in I mean wild like just a wild turn of events So she's like, oh, my God, that's totally him. And she's like, he did the same thing to me where he like left her or did I did the exact same thing to her. And I was like, let me see if the numbers match up. Um, I was like, I want to make sure it's the same guy. So she pulls out like the last text that she had from him or whatever. And we look at the numbers, same freaking dude. And he did it to her, too, which made me feel honestly good because she was gorgeous she was like just this little blonde beautiful girl and I'm like you know what f this guy if he thinks he can like do that to you like I was blown away I was baffled I wanted to get like an audio clip from her or get a picture with her or something because I knew as this was all happening I'm like I need to do a podcast episode about this and so I really wanted to but it was too loud in there and we kind of got separated but I mean seriously I know I say this a lot when I'm telling stories about the stuff that happens in my dating life, but what are the odds of that happening? The f- I mean, I didn't talk to anyone else at that bar. I think at the end of the night, we were talking to two guys who were at the sidebar with us. But other than that, I did not talk to a single person other than this biggest D-bag on planet Earth. And it turns out 
her and I had the same interaction with the same dude. I'm in Atlanta for 48 hours and I meet a girl who had the same, I mean, crazy, crazy. But that just goes to show dating apps are great. I, you know, I know that there's been plenty of love stories coming off dating apps. That's why I'm still on them. You never know. But it really just goes to show how many people are talking to how many other people. I mean, it's just, it's insane. So if, what was that? What did I say his name was? Nick? If Nick is somehow out there listening to this, I don't know how because we never exchange any other kind of information. I don't think he would um, ever be able to find me on social media. But if he is listening, you, sir, are just the worst person ever. I, um, or what's his name? I think his name was Nick. I'm trying to go back on my Bumble right now to look at his profile because he also, I noticed that he changed his, I think he was just a, I think he was a compulsive liar as well. He might be like a Tinder swindler situation. I'm not sure, but he had his college list that he went to listed as the University of Alabama. And that's where my friends Katie and Reese both went. And so when I matched with this guy, we're at their house and I was like, oh my God, this guy went to your college. He's kind of our age. Do you know him? And neither of them knew him, couldn't find him on social media. So I was like, well, that's weird. But you know, whatever. There's obviously a lot of people in the world who have gone to that college. So didn't really think much of it. But then I look at his page the next day and he had his college change. Then it said some kind of Georgia Institute of something. So I really just think that this man was um, a psychopath. So, and now I, oh, he deleted his account. That's why it says he is a deleted member. So he is probably a guy who downloads Bumble and then deletes it and then re-downloads it like two days later to make it look like he's a new batch. What a loser. I wish I could look at his profile. Wow. Um. So yeah, that's that. That is my trip to Atlanta. And that is, I really truly have no words. It was it, Makes for a great story, makes for great content. I'm sure people have encountered men just like him plenty of times before, but that was my first experience with someone who is just so blatantly a jerk that I couldn't believe it. So to all the girls who have dealt with men like that, I am sorry. Um, Beware of the douchebags of the world. At least with him, we did, my friends and I had this conversation on the Uber back. Like, at least he was up front the worst human ever. Imagine if I lived in Atlanta and like I actually went out with this guy and he was great at first, but then his true colors show later on. Like at least he he just didn't even try to be charming or at least try to be fun and like, let me get you a drink, whatever. No, he just sits down and just starts fighting with me. So... Good times. What did I, Nick, you know, I wish you well, but you're the worst. I guarantee he will probably end up on The Bachelor as the villain. Honestly, I should probably send his number to a producer of the show because he would make for great television. He's the worst. So I hope that you enjoyed the story of Atlanta Bumbleman. It was quite the ride for me. Um, And you know what? 
makes for a great story. So I'm kind of glad it happened. It was funny looking back on it. Uh, I What is not funny, though, is the hangover that I had on my flight home. You guys, when I tell you I wanted to perish, I'm not kidding. So we get home 1.15-ish. Uh, Thought we were locked out, couldn't get the front door open. My friend Ann just trying to hop Katie and Reese's fence. Like she's asking Jake to give her a boost. I'm on the other side of the house trying to wiggle through the fence that way. We end up calling Reese to let us in the house as he's like, in dead sleep walking down the stairs we realized we just didn't push the front door open enough so sorry Reese um for waking you up uh so I think I probably fell asleep at two in the morning maybe my alarm went off at 6 30 to get on a flight actually I probably went to bed after two because I got home drunk and I was like wow I should really put my suitcase together because my alarm is going to go off in a couple of hours and we're going to have to leave like right away to go to the airport why we decided to book a flight that early I don't know but um so I drunkenly packed my suitcase did a great job by the way I'm just going to go ahead and say it I'm going to pack drunk from now on um so my alarm goes off at 6 30 I'm one hundred percent still hammered 100 percent. i have no doubt about it that i was definitely still drunk Ange made us do shots right before leaving the bar which was not a good idea but you know when you're in the moment you think it is still drunk get to the airport i barely remember going through security it's all a blur to me um i think my drunkness started going away while i was on the plane So I'm watching a movie during the flight and every minute I'm just getting waves of nausea and in my head I'm going because I'm in the window seat. So I'm like, okay, do I get up, make these people move so I can go throw up in the bathroom? But then in my head I'm going, are all of these people on the plane going to hear me throw up? Because, you know, it's not a quiet thing you can do. You can't quietly vomit. So I'm going through all of these things in my head because I'm like, I knew if I were to get up, it, like I would throw up. And so I'm like, I'm just trying to get my mind off it. I'm watching this movie on the flight, but it's, I kid you not, every minute or two, like just a wave of nausea. And then, you know, you start shaking. I'm sweating. It's just all the things. I mean, in the car on the way to the airport, Katie said we smelled like a bar. We, I mean, we were still drunk for sure. So I, I make it throughout the flight. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Um, I'm just like mentally talking myself out of it. And then we go to land and it is very windy in Milwaukee. So as we're landing, the turbulence is horrible, which I'm not scared of turbulence or anything. But the plane is shaking so bad that it's then shaking up everything that's inside of me, which is just a mixture of vodka waters and an espresso martini and shots of what God knows what we were doing shots of. So all of this is now just yearning inside of my stomach. Okay. Not good. I mean that 10 minutes it took us to land. I had sweat dripping off. Like I was actively having to not throw up and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, I don't, I, I don't see a puke bag. Am I going to have to open my carry-on and throw up in that? These people are going to be... I mean, all of these things are going through my head. I don't know how people fly home from Vegas. This is the first time that I've ever been 
hungover on a flight and the last time I will never do it again I've heard stories about people coming back from Vegas or whatever and I just never doing it again I am 30 how old am I 32 and I should have known better but you know what it's fine um so make it barely I run off the flight like when we land and it's my turn to get off I it off that plane and I go into the bathroom at the airport and I basically just like sat there and had to like tell myself I was going to be okay I you know because I was too embarrassed to throw up because the bathroom was packed I love that I'm talking about like me throwing up right now this is is this riveting for anyone if you've gotten this far please dm me and let me know if you're disturbed right now because I'm disturbed but anyway didn't throw up I had to drive all the way home because I was in Milwaukee. I The cold air made me feel a little bit better walking to my car. Got myself a big water from Starbucks. Got myself a cold brew. And I made it home. Went to the grocery store. Get home. Throw my luggage on the floor. Got in my bed and did not leave it the rest of the day. I got home at noon. So from noon, literally I did not leave my bed all day. I thought I was going to die. I was very near death, but I made it. And here we are. It is Monday and I'm now podcasting about all of this. So you're welcome. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive. Not glad to still be single, but what are you going to do? So there you have it. That is all I have for you this week. Unfortunately, I really have nothing on the horizon as far as dating goes. I don't have anything for you to look forward to that hopefully a date will go well but I got nothing so yeah going to a wedding this weekend though family wedding I don't know maybe there will be some single guys there we'll just have to we'll have to wait and find out I will let you know I am gonna try and podcast more I know I say that every time but it's hard because I don't want to like I don't know I don't want you to have to just listen to me talk by myself every week so I'm gonna have to work on getting people on here with me so maybe I'll do one soon where we can like recap television shows because there are a lot of them out there uh that we can talk about obviously we have to talk about love is blind Shane Jansen from the area on the show was the most hated man of the first four episodes and has really redeemed himself so Maybe I'll reach out to him and I'll tell him to come uh, on this podcast with me. I feel like he brought up doing it before when I saw him before the show came on. He was like, I'll come on your podcast. So maybe I'll tell him to. I don't know. Um, Okay. TBD on all of that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking through this hot mess express of my life. And DM me if you got this far. Let me know what you thought. Send me a laugh face emoji or something. And if I had that Nick guy's social media, I would just give out his handle and tell everyone to go DM him, but I don't. So we're not going to do that. Okay. Happy Monday. Have a great week. And let me know what else you want to hear from this podcast and I will try to deliver. Have a good one. Happy Monday to everyone except Atlanta Bumble Guy. That is all.